And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter for comedy. Got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer. Say hold on, it's probably not here out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, to the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Pop Pop, P.D. Romaine, top of the list, J.L. Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice big young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet, if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the, hey, Happy Thursday, fucking freeloaders. Welcome back. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm P.D. Steele, episode 60. Did you notice the cuts? uh, Yeah, I think my my app is kind of fucking up right now. My sampler app. Let's try a different. Let's try a different sample to see what happens. Puerto Rico. There we go. Well, that worked. That worked fine. (laughs) You're a Nazi. So did that. That one worked pretty well. There's a good one. Oh, that one. Suave. I'll probably have to do a forced restart in the app, but no need. No need at the no moment. Need. We already got the theme song done. We, did get we the made it through. Song. We pulled through. <laughs> we can start over again if you have a... No, we no, don't. do that. Right. We got a triple crown winner. Does anybody care? Petey? Uh, yeah, good for that horse. First Justify. time in three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It it only made it only was a big deal when it had been like forty, 40 years. years from uh, assumption or whatever yeah, it was whatever it was uh, reviewed. They all have their shitty thoroughbred horse names. One of them is named Gronkowski <laughs> this year. Thoroughbred Marshall, <laughs> horse cock. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Gronkowski was uh, I'm assuming named after Rob Gronkowski. That was one of the horses. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I guess it's like yeah, naming he was a, there. It's like naming a boat. You know? He was there, Gronkowski going going crazy. They did black horse derby names again this year. Did it again? Yeah. Uh, I put up Thurgood Marshall because yeah, that was such a good one. And it got yeah. no likes this yeah, time. That, that one got retweeted all over the place. Yeah. The it was time. in the root. Yeah. Yeah. Thoroughbred Marshall. You made the root. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. So mine, the only one that did well this year that I made was You a Lie. Yeah, <laughs> you a lie. That's a real good one. You a lie. <laughs> Black horse names. You a lie. <laughs> you know. Uh, what were the other horses this year? Anyone know? Tennessee coming. <laughs> <laughs> Easy credit ripoffs. <laughs> That's not bad. That's a good one. Payday loan. <laughs> <laughs> Little manum. <laughs> payday. Here comes payday loans. <laughs> That's a good one. Easier credit ripoff. That's a real good one. <laughs> Coming down the back stretch, it's easier credit ripoff. 
<laughs> beat by a nose, but please listen to my demo. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I've never been to the Preakness, the infield. That's like a huge party, right? It's like just- yeah, it's a big, disgusting mud slash titty slash underage alcoholic. Yeah, are, are people like fest. fucking in the intense? Yeah, they are. Are they really? Yeah. Fucking in the mud. Yeah, mud fucks. I don't think I don't know. Do they do it? I wonder this year. Like, I'm, I can't even I'm imagine sure in the era. I know me Rob. Too. Rob went one year. The shit going Shout down. Shout out to Rob. He was at uh, Rob Mayer? Gotham with uh, with Dave Keckner. With Keckner and JL went with Mike yeah, Payne. With JL, went all with worlds are colliding. Yeah. Wow. Um, Rob, we we it, it never it it works for everybody except myself and Andy. What's that? <laughs> We hook somebody up with somebody. Mm-hmm. This is a good fit right here. We hook them up, and then they get hooked the fuck up. Right. <laughs> and it has never worked for me. I got a little hookup once when I worked with Greg Geraldo, but then he died. And I got a friend now in <laughs> David <laughs> Allen Greer. Right. Hey. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. You yeah, got yeah, a friend. We also, maybe we're just not skilled networkers the way. It could be. Yeah. We're not, there's an, there's we're not greasy enough. There's an art to it, yeah. When we know somebody, we hooked up somebody, and they got on television, and, and, and now they write for yeah. a television show. Yeah. We hooked up somebody else, went on the road with the person. We hooked up somebody else, and they were just opening at Gotham and now on the road. <laughs> mm. On tour. <laughs> on tour with them. Tour dates yeah. coming up. Tour dates coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rob... We put thought into people that we put with people, too. Rob so. Mayer and Dave Keckner. um are a good fit. I don't, you know, I don't just mean the show, but off stage. Oh, yeah. They seem perfect for each other. I haven't spent time with both. Absolutely. Yeah. Dave yeah. Kackner is one of the most social people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So gregarious. So just drink and be everybody's friend. Remember he talked to that guy that was like completely out of it that was like yeah. the veteran guy that yeah. came, was like, you took me through a wreck and all that and just hung on him for an hour and a half. Meanwhile, his wife's like trying to <laughs> cuckold me. Right. Oh, that was that was that was fucking bizarre, man. Yeah. I felt bad for that dude. He was all insecure. Um, but Dave Keckner is a oh, type hey, of dude. hey, everybody. Dean Kane says that the football player should take Trump up on his pardon offers. Okay. Well, the, the suggesting their pardon, people. Um, Dean Kane is uh, one of these Superman. guys who, who turned right at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was ever left, actually. But uh, he's, he's big. He's a Trump guy. Loves Trump. Well, yeah. Scott yeah. Bayo. Which yeah. means it means nothing. Well, they're all guys who are Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah, they're all guys who are uh, what I would call cucks. <laughs> all of them. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Dave Keckner. He's um, if you're ever ever at a bar with him, and he catches you doing that. Is that a famous guy? Like that look? Like mm-hmm. unsure about going over to talk? He'll just walk right over to you. Take your cell phone and take a selfie of your of you and himself. Like mm-hmm. he'll just be like, "Give me your phone." You know, he's just he's not like that unapproachable celebrity guy. I mean, for a lot of people, he's famous. Like yeah. they, they, they they loved him in Anchorman, shit like that. And Rob is also very much yeah, like he's that. that. He's guy. very social. Mm-hmm. Have drinks with you and everything. Yeah, keep party sure. going. Yep. Uh, I didn't see any JL recap. Maybe they, I don't know if they hung out that night after. JL is on um, Lambert's podcast. I was listening to a little bit. They were talking about it. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. I wonder if they, they hung out. I didn't see any selfies with Mike Payne and Rob Mayer <laughs> and yeah. JL. Yeah. Payne's and not Kekner. a selfie guy. Yeah. But um, I guess they had a good time. 
on tour. Yeah, so I love it. It's just thinking about that Dean Kane now, that just is it's infuriating to me. That's such a white thing to say. Well, they should go do that. Like that's not what it's about, fuckhead. It's not what it's about, Superman. <laughs> that's not that's it's not about individual people, you fucking idiot. It's about a whole systemic thing, you fucking you fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Man. I know, I know, but this is still a positive step. Fucking idiot. No, it's not. Got to get under the same roof. Seat a, at the it's table. A piece of fucking cake to get you to shut the fuck up so people like you can say, "Look, he did something for you." Hey, we got you a black president. You think I'm you think you you think I'm fuck it's insulting how stupid you think I am. Randolph's about to punch a whiteboard and break his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and still podcast for yeah. three or four episodes. I just got I just had a back and forth with a guy today who was like, Look, I've played basketball and if if you have a really your hand is really broken, you're not gonna play. I said, You know this from all your extensive years of pickup basketball. They're calling it a bone contusion anyway. I, I tweeted, you know that from your extensive mm. years of pickup basketball that Yep. That that would happen. I played. I played multiple sports. I said, "Really? What professional sports did you play?" Mm. If I played professional sports, we wouldn't even be having this, this discussion. But I played. Mm. I said, "Oh, and, and, and trust me, and trust me. If you've broken uh-huh. a bone, you're not catching a pass from a pet, really." Is like, this a I said, comic? like, I, no, this is some dude on okay. Doctor Nichols's okay. feed. I said, "Really? It's like, a, I don't know, like." A football player who has a separated shoulder and kept running and running headfirst mm-hmm. into traffic, or a gymnast who landed a who landed a stuck a landing off rings with a broken leg, yeah. or fighters who have fought through broken jaws. Donovan McNabb played on a broken leg. Donovan McNabb played on a broken. Terrell Owens played on a broken. No, it was Terrell Owens. That's right. Yeah, uh, like, Byron, Byron Leftwich played on a broken. Yeah, leg. I'm like yeah. really. So these yeah. you. Brett these guys, Favre played through opiate addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Like so, you can't. I said. I said, hey man, they're called superhuman for a reason. <laughs> you know what though? You know what's interesting? Uh, LeBron. Now the same bone contusion, which still seems painful. It's painful. Um, LeBron played through that, but some dude fucks his mother and he disappears. Yeah. Well, so that, that just like, kind of tells you how mental like, health, how mental yeah. pain is a little <laughs> more, is a little worse. Is you could have it all than yeah. physical pain. It's like trust <laughs> me, man. Physical pain. If you're mentally strong, you can fight off mental. You can fight off physical pain with the mental side. And once your you role got nowhere model, to go, your nurturer fucks the latte dude. west. You got nowhere Whoa. to go if it's mental pain. Trust me, man. So you're 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 number three, two guard. Fucks your mom. You're not catching a pass, dude. Trust me on that. Trust me on that one. I know. You're not catching a pass. Meanwhile, these gymnasts are getting uh, fondled by Bella Caroli and they're still landing there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's different when you're conditioned to think that that's normal. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Was Bella Caroli a fondler, too? No, but he allowed it in his gym. Oh, okay. It was an open thing. He allowed it in his gym and he knew. Mm. Let me find out you're doing some shit like that in my gym. Yeah. Mm. You're gonna break your hand on someone's face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something's gonna happen. That's what I put. There are fighters know. who have punched people with broken hands. Oh, absolutely, it happens all. <laughs> it happens all the time. You're actually, hitting people. There's a your... there's a there's an actual technique to that. You break your hand in one round. You've got to last out like two more rounds, and your hand's gonna numb up. But you okay. got to get through these next couple of rounds, all right. and then it'll numb up. If you're lucky, it'll numb up okay. enough where you can start landing it again. But you're gonna be one-handed for a while. Yeah. Well, we can quit. You want to quit? Right. Yeah. No fighter wants to quit. No fighter. <laughs> no 
fighter wants to quit. I mean, they, Unless someone fucks their mom. And yeah, like, I, yeah, quit. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't I'm think done. about fighting right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm really hurt right now. It's, that, it's a strategy to it's it. Fucking like it. The big thing was Riddick Bo fucked my mom earlier. Yeah, I can't. If I can't. You, have, you hurt your right hand and you're, and you're a right-handed fighter, you should be able to keep a guy away from you with your jab. Okay. If you hurt your left hand, your lead hand, you're going to have to switch, put your right hand out front, yeah. and start going with that hand. And no one has fought successful, successfully with two broken hands. That's it. That's Not that I know you of. You can't fight with your elbows. I, not that I know of. I know Tim Bradley fought Manny Pacquiao with broken ankles. Really? Yeah. Broken ankles. And and, and that's the fight that- How do you get power? That's He couldn't. That's yeah. the fight that they gave to Bradley, and everybody was like, his fucking what? Right. His fucking ankles were First of all, he didn't win that fight. Did Manny like cross him up early? Is yeah. that how he broke his yeah. ankles? He broke his ankle. He was like, because you know, Manny plays ball. Yeah, a little in and so out he, dribble. He, he, did a little, <laughs> he did a little shoulder shimmy, and, yeah. and them ankles went, snap, <laughs> and down yeah. he went. And the crowd went, whoa. <laughs> you know, yeah, and he he fought. So for this for this guy who's like, well, I'm a, I wasn't that. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, no, you weren't. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> trust I've you. played sports. Trust you, yeah. Trust me, I have hands. Yeah. Trust, trust. Don't trust in many examples you've seen of this, right? <laughs> because the alternative is LeBron made this all up to yeah. justify losing, yeah, or to excuse losing. That's the other people like excuse. I'm like, no, it's it's fact. It's, it's not a an fact. excuse. It's, <laughs> it's it's his play was hampered by that. Yeah, you could see that, even though he still is picking up triple doubles. All he right. still picked up a triple double. And I, to me, it's like, listen, he still made the correct passes, and guys missed open shots. Now, the only thing is that he couldn't take it over and score 50 again. Right. Instead, he just scored 30. And, to his credit, he did not punch J.R. Smith in his face. Which which I'm like, a real goat would have just punched J.R. Smith. <laughs> Although J.R. Smith might might stab you. you like, know. he might come back. Or, look, if LeBron punches you point blank, I mean, you might you might die. You're going to sleep. Possibly, That yeah. dude, he looks like a guy who knows how to punch. Mm-hmm. Like, Kobe looks like that dude, too. Like, here's a guy who uh, knows how to punch. Did you see the Chris Childs punch. fight, though? Yeah, who who was in Chris Childs' fight? Chris Childs, uh, I'll, I'll pull up the video. And Co- who, who Kobe, Kobe and Chris Childs. Kobe, Kobe uh, can't fight. Uh, he fights like a basketball beast. player. Yeah. Kobe. You know, you know who could punch is uh, uh, Jabbar. Now Jabbar trained with Bruce Lee, so yeah, uh, he was in a movie with him. How right? to deliver? Yeah, his, his martial arts was terrible in that, but <laughs> he knew how to deliver a punch. <laughs> Chris Childs opens up about punching Kobe. I don't want to see the interview. Was, he punched a dude. Guys kept it was that thing you, you know, just swat on the big black guy and he can't do nothing back to you and he turned around and dropped that dude. Kobe Bam! versus Chris Childs. Fourth quarter. Rice put it behind the back and nearly lost it. Shaq has it. His jumper is short. Oh, and now he's I missed it. I was looking at Don't replay it. He got a two-piece for Chris Childs. Takes two officials to restrain him. Now Ewing is drawing with Shaq. Assistant coach Don Chaney off the Nick bench to try and separate them. AC Green. All these old basketball names. A veteran pushing Shaq away. Of course, it takes a cavalry to actually do that. Well, let's see what happens here. There's a bump here. Just keep watching these guys. 
Little shove there. Child shoves him. They talk. Now watch Child. He's going to hit him with the head. Good little bump there. And boom, boom. Walk, two walk. quick punches. And then Kobe throws a couple. So they'll be suspended. Kobe threw like a little weak punch. Yeah. I was like, what? And then just punched him twice Kobe in the face. Well, Kobe pushed him away. He headbutted Kobe. Kobe pushed him away. He threw two punches. is that while Childs and Bryant are going at it, Shaq misses the shot. Houston will grab the rebound. And he believed it should have been Nick's ball following the altercation when they finally... Man, that was still a Ewing era. AC Green. I tried to kill that motherfucker. That shit wouldn't have been over for me. It's just not over for me. Way outside the locker room like sometimes that happens? Yeah, that's just not over for me. We're going to play again. I'm going to get you in warm-ups. I'm not even going to... Hey, coach, uh, whoever the guy is that's on the bench, you tell him don't put a put, put – When's the last time a ref got hurt trying to break up a fight? I don't know. I think they do like hockey reps and just stay away. Well, that's the thing with hockey. That's that they literally like, okay, as soon as they drop the puck, we're going to drop our gloves and start fighting. I read it. I saw a real sports thing about it. A guy was like – he was an enforcer. And he was having it was just it was draining to him mentally. Yeah, I don't know if you've been in a lot of fights, but there's the the adrenaline dump mm-hmm. and all that, and it's just a, it's a shitty feeling. Yeah, and he was feeling it before every game because he knew they were going to make him fight the team. That was his role, and he was like it was terrible. Just mentally, the mental pressure of it was just terrible to him. But he had to go out there, and, and then he was like, I could say stuff like that, uh, but they wouldn't stop. Fighting me, but nobody ever fucked with him about it because I'll punch you out. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So he was in this weird catch twenty two because fighting is legal in in hockey. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't really care for hockey. I don't give a shit. Snow soccer, I don't care. <laughs> hockey is uh, is very fun to watch when you're there. Uh, on TV, it's good in the playoffs. I don't really watch it other than the playoffs. Snow soccer. I will say it's way it's way more fast paced than soccer. Yeah. One of the greatest so much faster. sporting events I ever went to was a woman's ice hockey game. Really? At the University of Wisconsin versus Minnesota Duluth was ranked like six in the country at that time or whatever. It was two dollar fucking tickets because nobody went. Yeah. And there was maybe twenty people in the coal center, so it would seem like Wow, all these resources, but you know, Title Nine, so that's what it is. <laughs> and you go in there, affirmative action. They give you a program. They give you pins. You get like a whole like fan package yeah. for like your two dollars. And watching these ladies fuck each other up. I mean, like <laughs> straight fists of face pile drivers. Did it turn you on a little bit? Brutal. Uh, a little stiffy. There was like, nah, there was one or two that was like kind of ill, but generally, yeah, yeah. no, nah, they were kind of like all. It's kind of hard to tell. You know? It's hard to tell with all the gear on, too. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell helmets. You can tell. <laughs> um, hockey is uh, is not a sport that I follow that much, but when I watch it, I only watch. This is kind of like baseball. I only watch baseball like during the playoffs when it's the most intense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. This is, oh my god, well, great! And then you watch it during the regular season. It's like, ah, this somebody posted sucks. a thing of Obama and Boring. Bourdain eating. Um, yeah, I saw that. They had a six dollar meal in Vietnam. Like in Vietnam, a six dollar meal is like a hundred dollar meal here. Come on. <laughs> well, they were in like a hole in the wall. They were on like yeah. plastic stools and shit. Yeah. They, they were, framed uh, the table now. Beer and bunchai. Meal at. Yeah. They had a beer and a bunchai. If I'm an NBA team. I'm installing steel reinforced whiteboards in every visitor's locker room. Right. So that any time a player gets frustrated, they're going to hurt themselves. Right. I didn't have any give. You I know? mean, if he had been like one of those old timey, um, you know, green eraser boards, the, the yeah. green with the chalk and stuff like that, 
you might know, have just broken it, cracked pushes, it a little bit. Pushed right through that motherfucker. Yeah. But, you know, that's a good thing. If you're an opposing team, you want the other players, you know, it's just like when you crank up the heat in their locker room or whatever. Right, right. Just like just, just uh, give them some hazards. Yeah, well, a real, a real goat would have punched out uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, I wonder, if, black I wonder if they had to be separated at some point. And we don't know the whole story. We don't, we don't know. know if he took a swing at J.R. Smith or tried to. Uh, or if J.R. Smith's head moved at the last second, which is why LeBron's hand hit the whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. He might have been swinging at J.R. Smith. But there's definitely there's, – there's probably more of that story about how that locker room felt after game one. Have we got any emails? Let's hear the emails. I know we got some. Oh, we got some. We got some emails and some comments on Patreon. We'll let the freeloaders listen or – Y'all can hear, hear what the fuck y'all are missing. Hear what they could be reading on our Patreon page. Um, you can leave comments on Patreon. We'll read those. And you can also obviously email us three guys on a Gmail. So we got, uh, where are we on this? Oh, yeah, because last week we had uh, a few comments, didn't we? Adrian Jackson commented, great episode with the doc. That's Jason Nichols. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys an opinion on these white people. Come on with it. I think it's pretty amazing how black folks get better and better at knowing the patterns of these white folks before they to. even start their shit. You have to. Take Roseanne. I saw several black people, Randolph, I think you were one, who called it that the next day after her cancellation, white people would come to defend her. They did. So you all support the crotch-grabbing anthem singer, but not the senior fucking advisor to President Obama. I see you, Mikey Moore. <laughs> Did Michael Moore say something? Yeah, he, um, he supports her. He's like, it's not. That, oh. It's not that he supports her. It's like, oh well, you know, I, this is not the Roseanne I knew, and right. she has. Mm. Um, she had. I know that as a child, she had a mental Ill, illness, and uh -huh. it's starting to manifest. She had a face, and then we have its mental illness, and mm -hmm. it's all these reasons as to the why. But no one ever says what you and I have said is like, well, maybe the mental illness, if it is mental illness, maybe the mental illness is merely revealing what she really is. Right? Maybe mm. it's not. It's not um, influencing her in a in a uh, negative way and taking the goodness and making it crazy. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe it's taking away the mask of the goodness that she was able to put up. Mm -hmm. she, she doesn't have that anymore. So when she's, we know what she's really like now. The behind closed doors, Roseanne. Yeah, you know, girl, unfiltered. Yeah, no one seems drop to, your guard. No, no one seems to think that you're not showering anymore. Right. Adrian continues, other white people openly admitted they didn't even think to consider Roseanne's comments as toxic. We're nope. supposed to have a talk on race, but they can't even decide if Nazis are bad. Nope. Dr. Nichols said uh, he knows if it were his kids running around the library, somebody would have come out and raised an issue. Exactly. We all know he's right, but you know some white people would get offended by that remark. Mm -hmm. But what also, what? also But we also know those people offended by Dr. Nichols' comment, would probably call the police on a black person sitting in a Starbucks for too long. We also saw these same people entertain the argument that cunt and the N-word are the same. You gotta be kidding me. Do you think liberal white people allies are understanding why black people are continually giving them the side eye? Are they slow learners or just not giving a damn? Sorry if that was more rant than question. Randolph, do you think you could have JL on the show to ask him about Trump and this Justice Department shit he's pulling? Yes, I can, actually. I can make that happen. It's not a problem at all. Um, 
Uh, do you think white allies are understanding or uh, are they no. slow learners? I think they take it personally. I think yeah. I've seen it all the time. It's I like I think it's like someone says something about white people and says, "Oh wait, though, no, don't lump me in." Right. Like they just they're, they're trying to protect themselves exactly. from some label. Exactly. I don't believe in allies anymore. I stopped. The yeah. day after the election, I don't believe in allies anymore. I believe in no allies. We don't have any allies. So don't don't look to any. Um I find it to be easier that way to simply say, look, I ain't got no allies. Prove it to me. Just, allies. Just listen, go just go do go do it. Allies are all lies. Go do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All There's lies. no justice, baby. It's just <laughs> us. Ain't no allies, baby. It's all lies. I like that. That flows. I'm going to start using that. Thank you, Andy. I don't know where you got to. Where'd you get that? It just popped in my head. You know? <laughs> that is, I'm a slam poet in my head. fantastic. Ain't no justice, baby. Good. It's just us. <laughs> Ain't no allies, baby. It's all lies. And you are lies. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Damn, dude, we gotta get you on a stage Ooh. with a with a dashiki and an Andy Klein and a dashiki and a and a and a and a beret. I got the beret downstairs. A very a serious look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Have you playing an upright bass? <laughs> I'll do that. I'll give. I'll put the bass line behind oh, right. it. It's, <laughs> ain't no, ain't no justice. It's just us. Just us. Ain't no allies, baby. It's all lies. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't put any faith in anybody anymore. Just the people around me. That's it. But as for this thing of, I got to reach out and I got to make people allies. As things that I've been listening to. And learned people who, um, and all these people are out there to listen to. You just got to find them. Eddie Cla- Eddie Glaude was discussing uh, in his book how he was out, much like Dr. Nichols, he was at a museum and there was schools there. And he was like, when he's out, he likes to watch kids play. I used to do that too until you realize that people will they look at you like you're a fucking creep. Pedophile. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I used to like to watch kids play little league. Like I'd be running and little kids play. You sit down and try just just yeah. try as a man to sit down and watch some kids play little nope. league. Nope. <laughs> just give it a shot, uh, sir. <laughs> sir. More tender moments. <laughs> who are you here to see? Yeah, sir? who are you here to see? Yeah. That <laughs> Which shit one is, is yours? That sir? shit is done. Get a goldfish, motherfucker, <laughs> sir. Try that. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. pull out your phone, and start recording the game. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do that. Yeah. Try to sit down and watch some kids play, <laughs> or go to a playground and sit and. Sit Sitting right, sitting right, or something, and watch some kids play. Cause yeah. I, you like, I like to hear the sounds of kids playing. Yeah, give it a shot. See how that goes. <laughs> no, you're gonna have that lady from Oakland call the police on you. Right. Yeah. See how that goes. You uh, know. So he was saying how he see, he sees it was like schools, and one of the schools was a was a black school, and then two other schools, and the white kids were were being kids. Right. Mm-hmm. They were just running around the the museum and, and pointing and stuff like that, and the and the black kids were like little robots. And it was the the people that worked at the school, both black and white, making these children be like robots. Basically, black children aren't allowed to be children. No, right. they're not. They are not no, allowed to not. be children. Which made me think to myself, um, he's hundred percent right. Black parents don't allow their. It's it's a fear based thing too. Mm-hmm. That if you start wilding out, and this is this has been proven time and time again, that if you wild out, that the consequences for you are going to be greater. But we, I feel like we have to start rejecting that. And be advocates for our children in the face of these consequences. I come up to that. Like I tell my wife that all the time. If I got to go up to that school because somebody's accusing my kid of something, if she did it, she did it. I have mm-hmm. no problems with that. 
But if I find out it's some bullshit, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Okay. Flipping tables. Yeah, I have no problems with, with if she did something, paying the price. See, but she knows my child, my child knows that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> as a consequence, I don't worry about her doing something. Cray, I don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. So, But if I got to go up to that school behind some nonsense... <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> it's gonna be. A oh problem. yeah, yeah. I don't look to. I don't look to allies. I I don't. Not anymore. And I had people that were liberal allies. And, good ones. Uh, good ones. And now I don't have them in my life anymore. Um, we got a comment from Jimmy, who says Fleetwood just took me all the way out. Reminds me of my cousin. <laughs> He used to drive a Cordova, and people to this day call him Rob Cordova, like it's his government. That's a great name. Um, <laughs> Rob, Fleetwood. Rob, Rob Cordova. Cordova. Rob That's Cordova. <laughs> yeah, you can call me Rob Cordova. That's a great name, Rob Cordova. It's <laughs> a great name. We got an email Fleetwood from- Fleetwood was from a, uh, was a uh, pimp that, uh, who, who was- what what white person was looking to Fleetwood to bring the girls in? It was some white politician. Yeah, yes, I found the girls in Fleetwood. Fleetwood's a rapper around here. Is yeah, he was yeah. performing at Haywood's thing Friday yeah, night. Fleetwood. Oh yeah, Fleetwood Deville Brome or El Dorado Deville. <laughs> it's all cars. All cars. Mm-hmm. El Dorado Deville <laughs> Jaguar, Jaguar Mercedes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Range Citron. Rover. Range Rover <laughs> Citron. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put the accent on it. See, um, we got an email from Ahmad. We we played his beats last week. Oh yeah, great. Infrared crypto. Uh, he says, "Thank you, hello, three guys on crew. I would like to thank you all for playing my beats. Great beats. I genuinely enjoyed your comments, and that indeed made my day. You guys can use any of my beats for the podcast, and I'm thank up you. for any collaboration in the foreseeable future. Um, Maybe we'll have PD Dolo freestyle later in the, this episode. Hey. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely. I mean, in Romania last yeah. week, and as a musician, we were he was breaking down the, the beats. Yeah, that's They're good. Infrared crypto on sound. Also, I don't know if you guys have Cloud. heard the new Fonte video. No, for oh my god, oh, that shit is so good. Basically, it's just cribs where it's just Fonte walking around his house. Oh really? Yeah, showing off. So help me God, by, by Fonte. Nice. Yeah, I'll show you the beginning of it. Like an episode, like literally an episode of Cribs, like yeah, with all those little yeah. zoom ins and sped up and slowed down, all that no, stuff. No, none of that. Just wonder if that's really his house. Is it really his house? It's his house. Is it yeah, a rental? That doesn't look so. Uh, Lambert's been to it. It's nice. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's his house. Just his house. It looks like a regular house. Yeah, he's just, yeah. Walking, he's just walking around the house doing a video. Uh, we got, you, it's beautiful. And then he goes downstairs. And he's got his people. His people are downstairs with him. And you know. Does he still live in North Carolina? North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. That's how you can afford a house. Yeah. You can afford a house like that. Nice. Right. <laughs> hey, I've been looking at Zillow recently. I'm not going to lie. There's some nice places That's your pretty room, much Andy. everywhere he has a music in the room with nothing but records up on the wall. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For like cheap. A I, I, so I, I have a Facebook friend who just posted um, that he like bought a townhouse you know yeah and he posted earlier where he was looking and he was looking in uh like kind of as part of west virginia like near the casinos and stuff mm-hmm. and um i looked up townhouse prices out there and i was like that's literally it's less than half of what you would pay where i live yeah it's not even that much further away no two hours i mean from where i live it's like uh it's like 30 or 40 minutes 40 minutes probably to get to like charlestown west virginia right but 
The difference in price is incredible mm-hmm. to live out there. There's no way I'd do a commute every day like no, no, some no. people. That's you get a job like in the Dulles Quarter area where the commute is uh, – there's a lot of jobs there. But it's like how is that, how's that possible mm-hmm. that that townhouse costs less than half of a comparable townhouse 25 miles away, you know? Yep. Um, Tanya sent us an email. Mm. Great shows is the title. Hi, Randolph, Andy, and Sock Puppet. That's Petey. Hey, hi, hi. Just wanted to say the shows have been great lately, especially the Woke Files with Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips, shout out, and Marshall Warfield. I'm telling you, freeloaders, you are missing out. I actually increased my monthly 3GO Patreon amount because I got much more than $3 worth from the podcast. Thank you so much, dude. Each month. That's right. You guys can up it to whatever you want. $3 is just the minimum. Get what you pay for. It's free GO or 3GO. (laughs) What do you want to do? Anyway, looking forward to seeing Randolph set in New York City with everyone's favorite jar, Frankie French. All the best, Tanya. And then our final email is from Ray, R-E-I. Gentlemen. And this this email is about black nerd shit, which we were talking about last week. Oh, nice. Come on. Gentlemen. Thank you, by the way, for all the emails. We appreciate all of you. Yeah, and tweets. We don't always reply to the tweets, but we see them. Try to. Gentlemen, sock puppets, pickles, and or jars, lend me thine ears for a few moments. I was listening to episode 740 when you were up. Was that a Patreon episode? I think it was. When you were positing as to why black nerds are so weird. Weird? I don't think they're weird. Who said they were weird? He put weird in quotes. Okay. All right. Um, (laughs) Weird? I'm weird. I would like to offer an explanation based on my experience and that of a few of my black nerd male friends. Growing up, I was told by my black peers that everything I was into was, quote, white. Mm-hmm. Uh, comic books, anime, and I'm mad old school with the Star Blazers and G-Force. And especially- yeah, I know about G-Force and Star Blazers. I've never even heard of those things. Yeah. Um, Cartoons. I mean, G-Force, G-Force is a video card by NVIDIA, but- uh, No, no, uh, no, no, no. Oh, He's talking sorry. about, talking about computer, Battle of the Planets. Computer parts, I was thinking. <laughs> uh, especially since I'm a metalhead. At the same time, I wasn't really accepted by white people either because of that whole racism thing. I felt like a man without a nation. However, the difference for me and for my friends is that we have a metric ton of both fuck it and fuck you. (laughs) Well, there's the metalhead thing coming in. We embraced our nerdiness and were comfortable in our own skin, dark as that may be. Eventually, we found like-minded individuals and we made our own guild of black nerd greatness. Amazingly enough- That's what you gotta do. When this confident like that uh, women will have no problems wanting to be around you, and exactly right. all of us are in relationships, if not enjoying the bondage of marriage. Oops, did I say that out loud? That's um, that's G. It's a bond. It's not bondage. G Force is that is that animated? Yeah, it's early Japanese anime. Okay, Battle of the Planets. I think I've seen that. This. Sounds familiar. I think maybe I've seen it. We watch it all the time. Four G Force. The incredible young people. That that yeah. The G Force. Whoever that dude is with that voice, he yeah. might have made. He must have made a ton of money back then. Cartoon in the white robes, kind of hot. <laughs> um, the email continues. The black nerds who are bitter slash pseudo incels are not just stepping their game up and making. <laughs> yeah, He's all into it now. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is kind of cold. G Force. The black nerds who are bitter slash pseudo incels are just not stepping their their game up and making excuses, as we say in the FGC fighting game community. 
Get good, noob. There you go. <laughs> I think I thank you for allowing me a moment of latitude to speak my mind on the subject. By the way, my theme song for y'all is coming. It is just programming drums is tedious work. Good. You bring it. Let's hear it. Um, <laughs> and he signs it, Jamata Ne, J-A-M-A-T-A-N-E. What is that? J-A. Next word, M-A-T-A. Next word, N-E. Oh, it's three words. Jamata Ne. Is it dashed? No. But we'll, we'll, we'll together. whatever it is. Thank you. There's Ray. spaces in between, or is it all one? No, no, word? spaces. J A space M A T A space N E. Jamanete. Jamatane. Jamatane. Um. Well, thank this girl you. Girl is gorgeous. Look at her. And <laughs> yeah, I've I've known uh Maxwell. I've known like black nerds who kind of got pushed out of. The, their local black community, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously the. But here's the thing: is that that also happens to white nerds too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it yeah. does. What I would say is that we're <laughs> we are, and by we I'm, I'm using the royal we. Yeah. Are no more different than any other group that pushes their nerds away. Yeah. And and by the way, you did what the Jimmy Merritts of the world do. Jimmy was the 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 cat who came on and we discussed Black Panther. You did what they do. You found your community of people, and you didn't turn into some fucking weirdo. <laughs> you just turned into a dude who likes this thing, well, <laughs> you I'm know. Weird. And you didn't let it. You didn't let it. I think it's the bitterness that gets us. Color you and stuff like that. Because some, kudos to you. Some nerds, in this case, you know, you own it. This is who I am. Right. That's fine. Other nerds aren't comfortable and they want to be the cool kid. Right. And so they get bitter at the cool, toward the right. cool kids. Right, the cool kid. And say, well, you're just not that. Just embrace not what you are. Until later you realize, well, what's cool? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what? like after high school especially, that's, that all that <laughs> yeah, goes away. What's you know? cool? Um, we got a quick comment from Asia on Patreon. Hey, 3GO, so glad I finally decided to stop being a freeloader because I realized how many good laughs I was missing. Keep up the great work. Always look forward to y'all dropping episodes. P.S., Randolph, can you start using your common AI voice more often? <laughs> <laughs> Want me to talk with the talk like AI? <laughs> I have the spirit has to move me for it. Yeah. When the spirit moves me, my common voice will come out. <laughs> it's gonna be so much easier to raise a daughter in AI. <laughs> the way he comes down on that AI crushes me. Did I tell you all that time that Ava came up to me with the Ebony magazine with him on the cover? Yeah. Is she on the cover, Daddy? No. Oh, uh, she said yes. <laughs> that's common. She said, yeah, I'm totally, that's totally. It looks like you, cover. Daddy. <laughs> Take your glasses off, Daddy. Let me see. I was like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't look like me. <laughs> I, I could see her thinking that, though. Right. I mean, she wouldn't be the first person. <laughs> yeah. It's better than Sam Cassell. I know. <laughs> the queen over there is somebody look like common. I mean, it's the similar facial hair, there's yeah. a shaved head. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? I think I'm taller than him, and I'm definitely leaner. Yeah, you about know. the same age. Yeah, but we are about the same age. Yeah. Um, By the way, his August Green album is good. Oh yeah, I got God, that. God, it's good. I listened to that the other day, actually. Yeah, August Green with uh, August Green. Robert Glasper. It's Robert Glasper. Common, the other one. What's his name? Hmm. Somebody else. <laughs> it's three of them. The professor, good. Marianne. Uh, yeah. And the rest. Ginger. Robert Glasper. Who's a jazz pianist, a great, a great jazz musician, <laughs> and they from but from Chicago, so yeah, they put together the same. From they the did shy. a tiny, they did a tiny desk. Yeah, they did when Are that you? album came out. Yeah, they did a tiny oh, desk, cool. and they did an interview on um, somebody's podcast. Might have been uh, the One A podcast. I think it was the One A podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I turned you on to the 
Quest Love Supreme, right? Yes. With uh, did you listen to the Scarface one? Mm-hmm. That was good. It's cold. Have you listened to any of the new revisions? By the way, podcasts? what did you think about? Yeah, he hasn't put any new ones up. I thought he. I thought I May keep, 17th. I've been looking for him. He put out a trailer saying May seventeenth. I've been looking for him. I'm stuck. Uh, I'm like, where are they at? I was. It popped in my head. I was like, oh yeah, what? The, the, didn't that? Wasn't that the thing? They were going to put that out. Did you listen to? Uh, oh, the how the uh, beef ended. The the Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Push a TB. People don't believe it. I'm like, you apparently look, I'm from I'm from Texas. Yeah. I know I know what the fuck. <laughs> All right, so we got recap. Prince is. I know yeah. what he is. You so don't, you yeah. don't fuck around. Dude, t- uh, <laughs> J Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. James James, James A. Smith. James, yeah. He's like uh Jay Prince. He's like a label head. Yeah. Rap a lot. Rap a lot. He's uh, the ghetto boys. <laughs> they call me Lil J. He's been around for a long time. Yes. And he's still like a label head, right? He's not yes. like just mm-hmm. a figurehead. So if you he, want to go to war, I'll take you to war. <laughs> I guess he's, he did an interview where he said he told Drake. Yeah, it's over. Uh, don't respond. Well, he said, he said, Rod and I talked about it a little bit. He said he heard the, he heard Drake's response. Because Drake he's, made one. Make one. He said, this is, he said, this, no, he said, this is great. It's, it's, it's fire. You will not release it. <laughs> because that everything was going to escalate. Oh, this was a new one post Pusher T. Right, post Pusher T. Mm. Drake made a response. He played it for Jay Prince. Jay Prince was like, "This is great. It's fire. You're not releasing this." And Drake was like, "But I want to." And he was like, "This ends. This is going to end now." <laughs> and then apparently, word got back to Pusher T. And here's how you know it's real. Have you heard Pusher T say anything? Pusher T said it's over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's um, how you know. And he didn't say it in terms fuck of like uh, me if you want to. <laughs> he didn't say like like I'm taking a victory lap. Yeah. He said, I'm just moving forward with I'm Daytona. I'm just moving forward with my life. And da- yeah, I bet. <laughs> the Jay Prince guy sounds like one of those guys where you walk into his office, you're always standing on drop cloth. Well, the thing about mm-hmm. the thing about Jay Prince like, is that every, he is what he is what Suge Knight wanted to be, mm-hmm. but Suge Knight couldn't be that. He could have he could have been Suge Knight, but Suge Knight couldn't have been him. Mm-hmm. Push it, uh, Jay Prince is uh, Frank Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> like that guy. Like, still waters run deep. I keep it very close to the vest. I'll just shoot you in the head, <laughs> like that scene in like that scene in American Gangster where he just shoots right. a guy in the head. Uh, Idris Elba <laughs> yeah. just did a bang. Wow. <laughs> what was the did Jay Prince give a clear reason as to why he th- he wanted it to end? It just got too personal. Probably or? personal and money. He probably didn't see any end end game, and he might feel close to Drake. And it was like this ends now. Yeah, I don't see I, this. Going, I wonder I if he even liked it because the first Drake diss was horrifically bad. You didn't like that Duppy freestyle? Fuck no. He and, doesn't have any reason. I mean, this is nothing because I was just talking to a dude. It was funny at 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 uh, the baby's music thing. Mm-hmm. A cat who's about our age came up and he said what'd you think of the what'd you think of the diss track and I was like oh shit we started talking about it and he was cause we're like the only two men of color in this area yeah. he's Latino and he was like I was telling one of the he asked one of the other white fathers about it the guy was like what and he was like ask anybody black you know about the diss yeah and they will immediately will immediately and then he walked with me and just started talking I was like yeah so we started talking about it and he being from here is a pusher guy mm-hmm. okay and he was like yeah man and it's just you know, and Pusha got the best of it, and and, and Jay Prince, that shit ain't real. I said, what, what? I said, you apparently don't know anything about Jay Prince. Yeah, he has no reason. If he says it was good, then it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that if he said the Drake diss track was good, then it was a good diss track. 
He has no reason to not say. If he says it's over, it's over. Well, <laughs> it, be, it better be over. I'll tell you that. Questlove has talked about Jay Prince. Well. Jay Prince is like, you fuck around if you want to. Uh, Peter, you didn't like it. Is this because of your normal hate for all new rap? No. That <laughs> just was soft. And I knew Pusher was going to slay him. Pusher is the guy today mm-hmm. yeah. out of the mainstream. And I'm speaking lyrically. And I am from D.C. in the yeah, sort of close proximity. Yeah. So maybe there's a little bias, but not really. Because I didn't really root for black Indian like that. I didn't fuck with Wale. Nonchalant at one banger. You know, mm-hmm. that was it. So I'm not going to say. I mean, all my favorite rappers are from new york right or like oakland or houston or whatever so it's not like you know i'm not so biased and push your t for what's out today that's considered mainstream torches everybody lyrically there's now, just no comparison the um do you think that this track that he, well, his response was too far because it was too personal no okay there's no such thing in hip-hop beef like that really no. Well, is there? There's gotta be a line, though. I mean, you, I mean, I, Tupac crossed that line years ago when he yeah. said, I "Fucked your girl." You know? There's no line if there's no recourse. That's the thing. You hit him as hard as you want with what you got, but once you start getting into that territory, you know, then it gets to be potentially street. And right. Drake's not about that. We all know that. Right. I don't know. All I know is, is you know prince said it's over it's over yeah and everybody is acting like yeah it's we're done <laughs> Everybody so will that him. track eventually leak someone's got a copy i i doubt it because he got to deal with jay prince who hey who leaked that by the way bring him to my office put oh, your they hand, don't on, know. The, put you don't your know. hand on the piano yeah. <laughs> you don't know who leaked it that's no, the thing find out who did bring him to me i need to talk to him <laughs> no or you can come talk no to one's me. gonna say <laughs> or you can come talk yeah. to me. no one's gonna snitch did you see the roy jones the Roy Jones, Roy Wood thing about Jay the, Prince. The thread about Jay Prince. Yeah, I saw that. Did it was hilarious. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Roy Wood used to do things where he he pranked people, mm. prank calls on the radio. Right? Okay, like nephew Tommy or yeah, something. yeah, right. He was doing that early because he was on radio in Birmingham. He got flown into into Houston to do it, and they were going to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna call." Uh, studio. We're he got to call rappers he, and studio execs and stuff like that. And you prank them. He got a record to make it a full album. Of we're these. gonna make an album of this. Yeah. So, okay. So the first one they do, Jay Prince, and he was like, "There's a pattern that he follows each time where you call and and then there's the reveal and then we all laugh about it." So he starts in. He gets Jay Prince's number and he starts talking to Jay Prince and he says something crazy. Jay Prince. Jay Prince is like, "Who is this?" Okay, so he's already breaking the pattern. Now, you need to tell me who this is again? <laughs> Where are you at? Okay, I'm coming to you right now. <laughs> I'm coming to see you right now. No, 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 man. It's just, you know, it's just really what we just got to No, I'm coming over there right now. <laughs> I'm coming over there. Told the driver he was in a car. Told the car. Right? Take me over to that. <laughs> Roy Wood was like, he left. Yeah. He was so spooked that he was like, yeah. you need to take me to the airport right now. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing this record. I'm not do. I'm not doing this record. <laughs> I don't know why y'all thought it would be a good idea to call this man, but I'm not doing this. Right. <laughs> now get me the fuck out of here right now. Yeah, he's no joke, but he's also about his business. I don't think right. he could have ever seen Drake winning that sort of thing. And what's the gain? He sells way more records than Pusha T. That's what I said. You know, it's in a end, silly thing. In the end, who's the well-known one and who's not? 
you know. Well, that's just, I mean, that was Drake's whole thing was basically saying scoreboard. Yeah. You know, which there's always, someone always can pull that, whoever. I mean, LL with cannabis or mm-hmm. or LL with uh, Kumo D. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know? in the end. <laughs> in but the, the but end. that's the thing. That's my That was my <laughs> point. Like, talking about someone's uh, kid and all that stuff. That's on a different level. So if in the end scoreboard is what wins, then Drake won before it started, right? So it, there's, then bringing up the kid is like is like trying to go into the gutter with it. And what's the point of that? You're not gonna like it's, it was still cold lyrically though. It was just it was ill. It's that's the spirit of the sport. It gets ugly. It's bad. It's Larry Holmes versus Tex Cobb. You know? Yeah, fifteen <laughs> rounds. Terrible Fuck play. It. Fight that drove uh, Howard Cassell out of the game. So, what are the best rap beefs then? The uh, ones that went back and forth. Um, I would say that MC Shannon, yeah, <laughs> and KRS, the KRS Bridge Wars, the bridge were great. Wars. I would say Ice Cube. For well, first, yeah, Ice Cube, N.W.A., and then Dre Easy was a good one. I thought Easy Ice took Cube him. Common. How about that one? Yo, that's the fiercest. I think yeah, the bitch and you is probably the fiercest diss track. Yeah, that was Angry Common. Made. Shantae and um MC Light when she did Big Mama and dissed like every female MC in the game. <laughs> IU wrote that fucking thing, but still, I mean, the way she just delivered it, those disses were just ferocious. She was calling them all kinds of below the belt shit. right might be too hard for you klein i don't know <laughs> I, I, I i can take it i can handle yeah. it yeah um i mean there's also the jay-z nas was a big one it's a good one the tupac biggie one that didn't really get a chance to play out all the way yeah oh you know it's a vicious diss track that people don't know about twister Back when he was just known as Tongue Twister out of I remember Chicago. That, that long time ago, yeah. With tongue, Naughty by tongue Nature. Twist, tongue with Twister. Tretch. He had a few with Naughty by Nature. Yo, Twister eviscerated them. I'm not even really? kidding. If you play Suicide, he ripped them and the Beat Nuts. Because, so what was going on at the time. <laughs> the beat Nuts? Yeah, well, they, I think they <laughs> no got. No one disliked the Beat Nuts. They got unfairly put into it. It was a semantic thing because right at that time. A lot of rappers were dissing DOS effects because they thought it was gimmicky shit with all the tiggity tiggity whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Juju had a line where he said, you know, punk people want to test me, but that tiggity tiggity tongue twisting shit don't impress me. And on other tracks, he said something like, if you fuck with cool fash, DOS the end or some shit like that. But Twister took it like, Oh, he said tongue twister. So he lumped them in and he gave them a whole verse. Okay. But then Tretch actually had a thing with him and he said you could tongue twist your ass back to Chicago. And Twister came back and just. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking But didn't good. he know that Tretch carries a machete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think he was linked up with Chicago GDs and, you know, well, Chicago is wild too. So. Did Tresh respond? Was there a. No, I don't think so. He had the one track off 1993, Sleeping on Jersey, and then Twister came back with Suicide. That's the name of it, Suicide. Okay. And then it just stopped. Interesting. Because I feel like I would pick Tretch in that battle if I was someone was asking me. Before the battle, who's right. going to win? Right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I mean, 
I thought too. I'm thinking like overnight scenario. Okay, he can rap fast, great. But right. you know, but no, this was that first <laughs> album he had that nobody knows about, and that was like Chicago Underground. Right. There's a couple bangers on there. He's he's sick. Hmm. Um. Did you guys? Vinny would lose. Vin Rock. Yeah. 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 No question. Did you guys hear any part of the? Uh, see any part of the pride over the weekend? I saw some Facebook. Figure. I got I caught in traffic. It. Yeah, that's when I was going down, and I was like, uh, "I was like, what's going on with a lot of, a lot of people here? Oh, there's a, a guy in a thong, thong jean shorts. Hmm, that's interesting. That was my opener last night at that. the draft well, house. I a came. guy in a, there's a guy in a uh, solid gold uh, combat boots. <laughs> oh, that's right, it's pride. Yeah, because <laughs> I got stuck. I got thrown for a loop all the way around past U Street up Florida, then back down to get to the show last night. And I came out I was like, "You guys happy to be here?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, me too." Got stuck in Pride traffic. I needed like three bottles of lube to get out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the views of Petey Steele. The jokes are no way. Where was that? The three is off. Embellic of the three. Petey Steele's views are his own podcast. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I've never been in the Pride Parade uh, route or anything. I saw some people, like I think Reggie Melbro posted some video, mm-hmm. uh, some other people. Um, so yeah, I just. I guess it's just a big party, a lot of techno, right? Yeah, a lot of drum know. and bass going on. Yeah. <laughs> Pride is that still a thing? <laughs> I. It probably is. Yeah, I don't know. Shake that body for me. You see the Tennessee Hardware Store put up the "No Gays Allowed" sign right after that. Um, right after that, uh, the Supreme Court decision. I saw the headline. The I didn't read it. Just yeah, read with the, the cake more right after. Mine won't load, Andy. Will yours load? My USA. The "No Gays Allowed" sign. My USA Teddy always does that. Oh yeah, hold on. I'll pull it up. Um, I think he did it on the heel, like like specifically because of that rule. Because of that, too. yeah. So he's like, "Hey, I can be intolerant now." Yeah, I'm coming out. I got my own. I'm I'm out. I'm out of the closet as a bigot. Yeah, <laughs> I run a hardware store. Which do you know how much of a piece of shit you got to be to not let people come in and buy a hammer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people what kind need of hammers. Piece of shit are you? Uh, Tennessee yeah. hardware store. And puts how do up, you know? Yeah. You know, no. like two dudes walk in. Hey, can you show me where the pneumatic drills are? But first, I need to suck his dick. Okay. <laughs> and you have to watch. And oh, you then, know what? Look at this. Show me where the pneumatic drills are. USA Today, the story is dated, is dated June 8th, 2018. But but there's a disclaimer now at the top of the article, which I don't think was there before. This story was originally published in 2015. USA what the Today fuck is, is USA Today doing? USA, what are they doing? Hold on. <laughs> it's only one sentence. USA Today has not shared or updated it since then, except to add this note. Claims suggesting that the story is reaction to the June 2018 Supreme Court ruling are inaccurate. Ah, okay. So someone started re-upping this, this thing from then. No gays allowed sign put up at hardware stores. Tennessee store owner decided to express his beliefs following Supreme Court's ruling. They added that following Supreme Court ruling thing. I'm going to have to get clarification on that. Um. Or did he put up a new sign then? Is that was mm-hmm. I thought there was something new. Hold on, I'm gonna just Google that story. Because that means gay people couldn't get hammers for like three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are they supposed to get hammers? I guess Amazon.com. <laughs> there's, there's ways to get hammers now. Uh, 
No, I don't want gays in my hardware store. But what about the village people? What if they showed up? What are them? How do you know? That's what I want to know. How is it that you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a fucking clue, particularly oh. in Tennessee, where it's not like you know it's Here's a story. comfortable for gay people necessarily to be walking around showing the colors off. The story, uh, yeah, think, exactly. I yeah. think you'd get pretty adept at hiding some things about it. I mean, <laughs> it's the story. not so much hiding, but not, well, maybe it depends. USA Today uh, had their thing. Now I'm looking at the hill.com. Tennessee store puts no gays allowed sign back up. So he must have had it up three years ago. Okay, this is it. A Tennessee hardware store owner is celebrating the Supreme Court's ruling in favor of a bakery that refused to bake a cake for a gay couple's wedding by placing a no gays allowed sign in front of his store. Jeff Amix, A-M-Y-X. That sounds like a superhero. <laughs> J M or supervillain. Like super villain. Who owns Amix Hardware and Roofing Supplies in uh, Granger County. Initially posted the sign in 2015 after the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage, but later removed it following intense backlash. So he kept that sign, handwritten poster board, like under the counter all these years. How do you tell, though? He probably let a gay guy polish it for three years <laughs> and keep it fucking spick and span. The sign returned this week, however, <laughs> after the Supreme Court ruled in favor of a Colorado baker who refused to make a wedding, blah, blah, blah. Amex told local NBC affiliate that the ruling came as a shock to him, calling the decision a victory for Christianity. Um, Christianity is under attack, oh Amex said. This is a great win. Don't get me wrong, but this is not the end. This is just the beginning. Right now, we are seeing a ray of sunshine. This is happy days for Christians all over America, but dark days will come. This guy's a nut. Yeah. Amex originally posted the No Gays Allowed sign in front of his store in 2015 because he wanted to stand for what he believed in, a, is a in as a Christian, he said. But due to public scrutiny, he replaced it with a sign that read, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone who would violate our rights or of freedom of speech and of freedom of religion. Amex added that his, he fears a future Supreme Court decision will be different. In a narrow 7-2 decision written by Justice Kennedy on Monday, the court said the religious and philosophical objections to same-sex marriage are in some instances protected forms of expression. In addition, the court said that Colorado can protect gay people from being discriminated against by businesses that are open to the public, but it notes that the law must be applied in a manner that is neutral toward religion. Um, so, yeah, he's been waiting three years to come back with this sign. It's like him pointing at the scoreboard, right, basically. Right, right, right. We won. How does he know? How do you know someone's gay? Right. Um, also, is it just gay things that are anti-Christian? Because he probably thinks Muslims are anti-Christian. List all the things that are anti-Christian that come in your that can't come in your store. Um, I'm trying to find the video of him talking, but I don't think it's up. Talking to the local news station in his cut-off jeans. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> You don't. Yeah. I guess you 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 just you listen to the the voice. You listen to the. You listen for a lisp. Yep, listen for a lisp. <laughs> you uh, two men who walk in a little too uh, handsy with one another. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I need to buy a pneumatic drill, and I gotta suck his dick first. Yeah, you have to watch. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, I uh, mean, it's nice. This is how we buy drills, man. You get on out the store. <laughs> you can't be here buying drills, geese. This is how we. This is how we buy drills. Yeah. 
It would seem to be such a silly, defeating thing with a small business, particularly, because anybody could just go up to, like, Home Depot or whatever and get something with a probably cheaper price. Yeah, yeah but you know how many, bigger how many of these fucking evangelicals will now go support him, you know? Yeah. Also, They'll I mean, go visit it after they visit, like, the Jesus Toast. Well, when yeah, Jesus somewhere. was crucified, they had to buy the nail and wood somewhere. Yeah. I feel like hardware <laughs> but the guy hardware stores are, are the enemy of Christianity. Because yeah. if not for hardware stores, they would not have had the supplies to crucify Jesus, right? That's true. I mean, you I know, like think. a shoe store gave him sandals. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go to shoe stores. But hardware stores, by definition of their nature, are anti-Christian. Yeah. You know? I would think. And he's got, this guy's selling things he could use to crucify you know. Jesus if he comes back. Here's the thing. Is How do you feel at, about that? At some point, this is going to be used against interracial couples. Well, they that's can, where it started. They say it's not. They keep saying anytime somebody asks them, I see sometimes people will ask these fuck boys when they are on television, I'll ask them, well, what about an interracial <laughs> couple? And are you going to... That that will never happen. Yeah, it will. They should have that under their name. Fuck you know, boys. It has their title, like yeah. local local man. It'll yeah. just say local fuck boy. Local fuck boy. It's going to happen. And then no. what? You know, you this is this is what's going to happen. It's going to. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then I will flip some shit if it's me. I'm sorry, what did you say to me? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do what? Pull a nail gun off the Listen, wall. Listen, that guy's over there sucking that dude's dick. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean I can't be in here with my wife? <laughs> and he's doing a good job, good job too. I know. He's really getting in there. <laughs> so what do you mean I can't be in here with my wife? What are you, crazy? <laughs> you know, that's... I mean that's that's well that's uh, that's I brought up Muslims because that's anti-Christian. Yeah, if you want to look at it that way. Are you going to tell or a Jewish person? You or atheists Jews, or atheists or Mormons? Yeah. Are you going to tell the Mormons just some fucking two two weirdly young guy and woman come in with like nine kids in tow? Yeah. <laughs> or really anything that the Bible forbids. Right. You know, tattoos. Someone with tattoos. Right. Tattoo. People with tattoos are all over hardware stores. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. What are you going to do? It, it worked out? there. Working there. Right. Earrings. Earrings. Which are Can't not mentioned that. in the Bible at all, but somehow they are. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. Well, the Bible says, really, the Bible says it mentioned wear earrings? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that at? <laughs> oh, it's in there. Don't yeah, worry about a, it. It's worry. in there. I desecrate the flesh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You really? Desecrate the flesh? How? What am I supposed to do with the flesh? <laughs> <laughs> I got quite a few tattoos also. Is his, uh, so, <laughs> quite a few tattoos. Is his shop open on Sundays? Because Chick-fil-A isn't. Are they better Christians than you, Mr. Amex? You know, like what's, yeah. uh, what else is he doing with his store to promote Christianity? Our fucking EPA guy wanted to buy uh, a... Uh, a Chick-fil-A franchise. And he wanted to buy AI. No, he wanted to buy a Chick-fil-A franchise. For his wife. For his wife. That I bet they make tons of money. If you own a Chick-fil-A... There's yeah. always a line at Chick Fil A. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah. Those people, and, I mean, they, and his one of you know what he says. Well, you know, they're people of faith. I'm like, like you, fuck boy, who doesn't right. take care of the environment. I can't trust you to take care of the environment. He's not in it for the faith. If you don't want to, if you're trying to buy a used mattress from a hotel, right. you don't care about the environment. You ain't care about your skin. He's. <laughs> I'm supposed to trust you with the environment. I don't want to kill bed bugs either. You know, you can't wash a mattress. That's no machine for that. No, you got to burn mattresses. But he's in the Chick Fil A game. <laughs> throw that shit in a pile and burn it. You got a money. picture of that guy, Scott Pruitt, or the uh, the hardware guy? You know what he looks like. I don't think his picture. I've been seeing him. Gonna be like, you yeah. said he had booty shorts on. No, I was joking. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's possible. Is he overweight? I don't know. I'm trying to get this video to play. Let me try it again. Um, there's a. Vi- he, I guess he talked to the local news. I can't see any of these evangelical oh. people no banning like fat people anywhere. Does. 
It's not in the business <laughs> of judging people's Yeah, there we beliefs. go. Fat guy with a beard. Yep. Court justices side in favor of a baker who refused to make a wedding cake for a same-sex couple. Granger Company shop owner? Granger County. Oh, Granger County. Over. Okay. This case started back in 2012 after baker Jack Phillips refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple. The Colorado Civil Rights Commission called that refusal illegal and took him to court. And today in a seven to two decision, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the baker in part because justices say the Colorado Commission showed hostility toward the baker and his religious beliefs. Again, the ruling was specific to this one case. Show it does the not set a precedent. Hardware guy. And reporter Grant Robinson talks to one shop owner who worries go. that we'll see an opposite ruling in a future case. This Grant? Is it? Beth, Brandon, all eyes were on the court to draw a line where equality, freedom of speech, and freedom of expression meet. And the ruling in favor of the baker surprised some Christians. Here we go. When the Supreme Court ruled to make gay marriage legal in 2015, Jeff Amix made sure everyone entering his hardware store knew what he believed. Get on out of here, gays. Today's decision brought a different emotion. Get on, gays. I was shocked. There he is. <laughs> I mean, I was really shocked because Jesus of the track record expect. of our Supreme Court. Like Charles Since the Napier. court's opinion was so specific to the Colorado case, legal experts say it's not a precedent-setting case. And that has Amex worried that a future court will take the same issue but rule differently. We're right now, we're seeing a ray of sunshine. <laughs> it's happy days for Christians all over America. But dark days will come. The case is also in the Bible. Equality versus freedom of religion and freedom of expression. Stuart Harris teaches constitutional law at LMU and says the court essentially punted those big picture issues that need to be resolved. And of all those issues, the only one they even sort of tangentially addressed. There's was a dark phase coming in America, and also deck screws are on sale <laughs> all weekend at Amex Hardware and Roofing Supplies. Ridiculous. You all want shingles? Do you love God? Well, well, come get your shingles. That guy's not racist, too, right? Come get your shingles, you God lovers. If you don't, if you're gay, how do you know? You yeah. can't have shingles if you're gay. No, okay. How do you know? <laughs> Christianity's under attack. How do you know? This is a great win. Don't get me wrong. Right, but this is but, not the end. Uh, this but. is just the beginning. He's wearing an orange dress shirt. I want shirt. some butt. He's trying, yeah. He wants people to think he is Home Depot when they walk in. Yeah. I want some butt. Orange is my favorite that color, That orange too. is a little too pastel but. for me to say that he might be straight, though. <laughs> yeah, the jury's out. Fuck, boy. <laughs> Y'all want tape measure? Let me ask a question. Do you suck dick? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can have tape measure right over there on the wall. Uh, you you tape, can buy. have tape measure. Two get one free. It's a BOGO deal. Tape measures are on <laughs> sale for straight, straight white Christian customers. But <laughs> why don't you come by here and see my ray of light? Y'all want to get a key made? Is that a key to somebody's gay love den? Then I'll make it. But if it's not, if it's not, I'll make it if it's not. Ugh. <laughs> Y'all want to buy some uh, perennial flowers? Are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Why do you like flowers so much? Is you one of those squares? <laughs> you can't have no flowers if a choir. It's a dark day's coming. It's a big window for Christianity. Coming. I notice he's down on his knees doing something with his head in that guy's lap. Is he, are you gay? <laughs> Let me ask y'all a question. Before I sell you this tub, are you going to have gay sex in it? <laughs> You know, you know, oh, go, go on, get, then go on, you go ahead and buy it. I'll bring the truck around. Are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> Let me ask you all a question first before I serve you. Are you gay? How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Answer me that question. Wow. Do you use this WD-40 to lube up your penis to put another man's butthole? Do you? 
No. All right, you can buy it. Come on. Are you gay? Come on, you can you can you can have. It. You're not gay. How do you know? <laughs> you just gotta ask. You just gotta keep asking questions. Every time you ring someone up, it's, do you want to give a dollar to a charity? And also, are you gay? Are you gay? You want to give a dollar to uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital? Yeah, brother. And also, are you? Are gay? you so? Are you gay? We are at one oh seven. We just crossed over one oh seven. Okay, let me uh, hour seven. Let's bring this home. Did you see it. the article about the surgeon? No. <laughs> no. Well, let me talk real briefly, the rapping surgeon. Go briefly ahead. about James Blake, and then we'll go back to the. Rapping oh yeah, surgeon. yeah, James Blake. Well, James yeah. Blake. I've I've talked about it at length before. James Blake, way back in uh, September of 2015. It seems like a million years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like yesterday too. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. yeah. Also, what happened to Thabalosha? <laughs> um. Is he out of the league? I don't know. He broke his, his leg. Was suing the cops. You ain't heard nothing from him since. They no, broke was, his leg. He was on another team <laughs> the next year, wasn't he? You know, Thabo Stefano. I'm gonna. I'm googling. They him broke now. his leg, and you ain't heard nothing about it. He was suing he, them. He, he was he like, is, "I'm going to court." Uh, he plays for Utah. He's on Utah now. They wanted him to settle. He was like, "Nope, I'm going to court." Mm-hmm. He's also 34 years old, and that shit was just gone. He's mm-hmm. he's probably retirement age. This anyway. was about that same time. Um. Where's the? Th- I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Where's the entry on? Uh, there's no controversy en- entry on his Wikipedia page. Okay, he was on the Bulls. Then he was on Oklahoma City. Then he was on Atlanta. He, it happened when he was when on Atlanta because the Wizards that were playing. changed that changed that team because they were going to make a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on April eighth, twenty fifteen, Cephalosha and teammates. <laughs> it was about the same time. Paro Antic were arrested outside a nightclub in New York City for allegedly interfering with police after Chris Copeland of the Indiana Pacers was stabbed in the abdomen following an argument. While arresting him, the officers broke his right leg. Broke his leg. Did you, and now, they broke it purposely. Did you see the video of the guy, um, the Milwaukee Bucks player? The other camera came out, and one of the while he's laying on the ground, one of the cops just on his puts ankle. his foot on his ankle. Right. You're like, trying to you're trying to yeah. maim him. And he knew he was a basketball player at that point. So. Right. You're trying to maim him. Yeah. But they're good police officers. Yeah. Uh, he just stood there on his ankle, basically. Right. Trying to maim him. While arresting him, officers broke his right leg, it's shutting disgusting. him down for the rest but, of the season. But, but like I said, America's not disgusted by this. They're trying to maim people. September 9th, he refused a no plea bargain to the prosecutor because mm-hmm. uh, he was charged and said that he wanted to let the case proceed to trial. Yeah. And they tried to talk him out of it. Well, you know, if you go to trial, yeah. then you might take case. All right. We'll go to trial. At the same time, charges against Antic were dropped. Cephalosha's court hearing was set on October 5th, 2015. October 9th, a Manhattan jury found him not guilty of all three misdemeanor charges. October 21st, he announced he would be suing the city of New York as well as eight police officers for up to $50 million in damages. On April 9th, 2017, it was announced Cephalosha had settled with the NYPD for $4 million, a substantial portion of which he donated to Gideon's Promise, a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating public defenders. Mm-hmm. In October 2017, Cephalosha revealed that he saved a woman the previous month from drowning while he and his family were on a rafting trip down the Provo River. That must have been when he was already in Utah. Yeah, now he went to Utah. And he's currently a player for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Suffered a um, they quite, you, you injury last year. You notice how we don't know about this? They quietly made the shit go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just quietly made the shit go away. You know, well, James Blake... Was he was also attacked by a police officers just standing outside waiting to be picked up by a limo to be taken to the to the U.S. Open. Also in New York, right? That in was, New York, yeah. standing outside, they thought that he was somebody else, and they came and attacked him. And I remember that being the one that really. That's why I wanted to talk about it because that being the one that really bothered me. Because if that had been, first of all, it could have been me because we resemble each other, right? And mm-hmm. uh, could have been common, yeah, or common. 
right? You know, he's just standing out there one, contemplating the role of AI in the world. He's just <laughs> contemplating. And then here come the cops. They jump on you and they get you down. And, and all I can think to that is that if that happens to me, I'm, I'm a dead man. I'm right. a dead man because if a guy comes out of nowhere playing, even if you're a police officer and you just you blindside me from the side, I'm going to start fighting. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know if you're really a cop. You don't identify yourself. I don't believe you. Right. You know, we tell women don't believe police all mm-hmm. the time. Don't believe someone is a police officer just because they tell you you're a police officer. So if you come, I'm going to start fighting you and then you're going to shoot me dead. Right. And then, so now I'm out of I'm out of my family's life. I'm out of my wife's life. I'm out of my child's life. They now have to sue the. They now have to sue the city. Everything about me is now going to get dredged up, which means you guys' names are going to be plastered all over. Oh, there are going to be episodes of this podcast, <laughs> right. That will be uh, played in court, right? You know, right. Your means, whole Facebook. Feed. You guys are going to get brought into things. That's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> you know, mm, yeah. I'm going to be tried to be vilified and destroyed. Most of America is going to believe it. Huge portions of America, and then they're quietly going to give my wife money years later. Mm. <laughs> quietly going to give her money. Yeah. Years later, and then we're gonna have a funeral where everybody's encouraged to wear a bow tie. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And then the sad thing is that even the so-called allies that I have, all mm. lies. Part of the part, <laughs> Paul of the part of them will believe that I was the cause of it because right. that's what happens. Mm-hmm. That you you can't believe you're conditioned to believe that the police are good. This police officer who did this to James Blake got. Uh, 10 vacation days taken from him and then that was half and he only had five vacation days taken from him. The recommended penalty was 10 and that's, it turns out he was only, that's he only all took that, five. That's all that happened. Five mm. vacation days from him. There's no consequences and that's the thing that Eddie Glaude talks about the value gap that's applied to black people. There's a value gap in this country mm. that's applied to black people. That's why you'll tell a woman if a police officer pulls you over don't believe they're a police officer but if you tell a, a plainclothes person can just jump on a black guy and you'd be like, well, just he's a cop. You just got to don't resist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know this guy's a cop. Yeah. I don't know this guy. I, first of all, I don't know this guy's a cop and I can fight. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can. I know that about myself. I can fight. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start fighting. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm going to start fighting. Right. Imagine if, if a guy like that jumps on somebody like my little brother. Right. Who's. He's a shortish guy who doesn't look really strong. <laughs> and he can fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you jump on my brother, you're really in trouble. Because mm-hmm. if he gets his hands on you, it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's really strong and he can fight. He could pick you, my brother could pick easily pick you up over his head and just throw you like a, yeah. like a fucking like a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He could just pick you up oh, over his yeah. head and throw He's got that kind of strength. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can throw you down on the ground with no problem. Sure. My brother can pick you up over his head and throw you down. Mm-hmm. He could do that, you know, and then they shoot you dead. Nope. <laughs> you know? And then the lies about us begin or the misrepresentations of us and 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 it's just another I woke up this morning and saw it and I'm like it's just another reminder. You know, cuz there was a big thing made about how you know, the mayor apologized to him and the police chief apologized to him and we're going to work for things to get better. And that was a big part of the story. You ain't seen nothing get better. Nope. <laughs> um, the commissioner is, is the guy who gave him his penalty of five vacation days lost. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I mean, everybody's from the top down. That guy's back on the street beating the shit out of somebody black right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to stop. And, and because... And you'll still hear it, but there's good police officers. Just he's just a bad apple. Mm-hmm. 
Well, what about the one who stepped on that basketball player's ankle? What about the one who broke it? Not, not those. Are, what about the ones who all stood around with them when they did that or helped falsify the reports or watched the videotape and didn't tell anybody? Or what about all those people? Is that police commissioner a good officer who, who gave a man five suspended at 10, but he only took away five vacation days? Right. So he can't go to the beach this year? <laughs> yeah. That's his, that's his I got to cut my vacation short, guys. That's Fucking his bullshit. Bullshit. Is, he, is that commissioner a good police officer? Who are these good police officers? That's what I need to know. Who are they? Um, Sheriff Clark. Sheriff Clark is a good one. <laughs> well, he, he reinforced that LeBron's not the goat. Oh, yeah, because yeah. if, if, if it's only real, if Sheriff Clark says it. Randolph. You're about the guy who Randolph. let a pregnant woman die in his prison. Second is Kareem. Third is Russell. Oh, that's right. Fourth yeah. is LeBron. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, LeBron speaks out on political issues. Yeah. He's not going to be invited to the White House. Yeah. That's for winners. Yeah. Um, here's this article before we got here. Dancing plastic yeah, surgery doctor. Something, something nice. Who posted rap videos in operating room loses medical license. We have videos, by the way. The dancing doctor that rapped and made music videos while performing plastic surgery. This is literally during surgery. Mm-hmm. With her assistants also joining in. Uh, has had her medical license suspended by the Georgia Composite Medical Board today. The board suspended the license of dancing Dr. Wendell Davis Boots cosmetic surgery practice after several cases surfaced by patients who had suffered traumatic complications. In a recent case, a woman's lung collapsed and bled profusely after surgery. The board determined that Davis Boots, uh, or Boots practice failed to meet the minimal standards of the care, and it was part of a pattern of conduct. Several malpractice cases came to light after a family of a woman who had surgery by dancing doctor. They keep calling her the dancing keep doctor. Calling the dancing doctor. This has nothing to do with the dancing. No, <laughs> but well, but when you see the video of her dancing, you're like, oh, there's people like literally uh, like getting cut open while she's dancing. Yeah. Um, people sued her, and then WSBTV news station aired report from several former patients of Boots who had filed lawsuits against the dancing doctor. They also show video of Boot dancing and rapping to music, creating videos while operating openly Mm. on sedated patients. (laughs) Um, The Notorious Surgery. Could that be her rap name? Yeah. Cut Creator. Cut Creator. (laughs) Cut Creator. Maybe when she's doing a butt implant, she's just singing, doing the butt. What's my DJ's name? God, creator. The woman who suffered a collapsed lung had received liposuction, breast augmentation, and a Brazilian butt lift uh, by boot on May 30th. She was definitely singing, doing the butt while she was yeah. doing that one. Doing sexy, the butt. Sexy. The woman said she was rushed to the hospital after suffering from respiratory distress. I want and she your was butt. Bleeding from <laughs> the liposuction incisions. Your mouth shut. <laughs> As of yesterday, the patient was still in the hospital. Uh, it's long overdue, said Susan Witt, an attorney who has represented several women in malpractice lawsuits against Davis Boot. Many women have been harmed unnecessarily by the board's procrastination. Davis Boot touts herself as, quote, Atlanta's most experienced cosmetic surgeon, but she was a dermatologist. So oh, how did you how she become a, But I'm she, not a rapper. How'd she how'd she become that? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound like she knows what the fuck she's doing. She sounds like a like she's crazy. More than twenty uh twenty YouTube videos show the surgeon dancing and rapping and homemade music videos. How old is she? Uh I don't think it's too that. old for this. Does she have a I child named Malachi Love Robinson? <laughs> 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 Following in her footsteps. Uh, in them, in the videos, you can see the bodies of patients who are apparently under anesthesia. Some of the videos also show while she's dancing 
she is cutting into the patients and performing work. Um, and then I found a couple of the mm. videos. Go get this work. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong if you want to do the cut all <laughs> night long. Okay. She, okay. Hold on. Let's see this. This is her. And you can see her assistants are in on it too. Um, hold on. Let me rewind this. And she's singing. Um, of course, you got to cut it. Cut it. Now look at the dancers. Oh, and she's got backup dancers. And there's someone on the operating table. She's got a scalpel in her hand. She's a nut. Yeah. I can cut however you like. Yeah. Yeah, see, she, yeah, she's got to go. Notorious yep. surgery. Bye-bye. Um, she's got to go. <laughs> well, she put this shit up publicly yeah. with her patients, like, asleep she's right gotta, there in the video. She's got to go. I'm, I'm, I don't think I have any problem with the, uh, with the music, nor the rapping and the dancing, the problem I have is that she's got patients that are damn near yeah, dying right. coming out. If that wouldn't happen, I don't think anybody could say nothing. I'm like, nah. well, you know, you got patients. Right. If it was like if Doctor James Andrews, yeah, uh, who repairs everyone's ACL, right, turns out he was like, uh, he was like, I don't know, square dancing, yeah. Well, and but he's the best, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, I guess I'll take a little no swinger one, partner. Nobody would care. <laughs> she's got someone filming. That's a one assistant. That's a HIPAA law violation. Yeah, right. I would think. doing that. No. (laughs) Something. Something. I mean, I know that doctors tend to play music in the the operating room. Right. To keep the, I guess, to keep the nerves away. Classical music or something like that. Yeah, you know, just to keep the nerves away. Although Doctor Strange on on uh, the Doctor Strange movie, he played Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's just you can't film it. Yeah. Right. There's there's an expectation of privacy. Well, she's got to get them clicks. She's not even a plastic surgeon. <laughs> She's a dermatologist. How does a dermatologist get caught up in this world? I mean, I guess you just put up some shit on the on your front window, and people are going to come in. You know, they're not going to ask for your credentials. Yes. How many I times mean, have you people checked? At the, you know, with the hospitals I've worked at, and I don't even wear a white coat, but I'm a white straight male that walks around. They call me doctor if they yeah. don't know me. They think automatically that's what I am, and I have to tell them no, that's not my role. Yeah, yeah. But you but know that happens you, a lot. But it turns out, it turns out you could just say you're a doctor, and you say, I hey, could come I here mean, on the exam. I mean, the quick. obvious skit to do is just you just go all the way with it. Like she's dancing, somebody's in the corner playing spades, right? Domino, like half the team's in the corner playing dominoes, mm-hmm. and uh, someone's getting an ass implant. You know, you got some naked chicken bones on a plate behind her. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's the obvious skit. I, they've probably done that. That's a open thing. Hennessy bottle sitting over here. <laughs> Nothing is and out her of singing and getting ready to go. Yeah, and then someone flatlining. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone just dead. <laughs> you want to go check on her? Now nah, I'm busy. Now nah, I'm busy, busy doing the butt. I don't want this chicken to get cold. <laughs> Can somebody put on that Frankie Beverly and Maze <laughs> before I let you? Oh shit! Time to holler and shovel. Let's go. Hey, uh, hold on my scalpel for a second. I got to do electric slider for a second. Let's go. I'll be right back. You I'm know, a dancing surgeon. My 80 uh, YouTube catch. subscribers got to see my videos. Oh, and then you have a white woman on the phone calling the cops. Well, that's, 
<laughs> the woman in the operating chair <laughs> pulls out her phone. Calling the cops. <laughs> imagine, imagine waking up from major surgery, even minor surgery, and smelling a barbecue. <laughs> just like, what the fuck like, is this a side effect of what the happened oh, this is the anesthesia it's or she's side just effect. standing there eating a, eating a, a takeout thing of orange chicken <laughs> right she's like oh this is just, when you wake up you smell barbecue and so like, well why is there barbecue sauce on your shirt <laughs> oh you're probably just seeing things it's just, just seeing your things. vision that's has blood it. girl it's cloudy your vision's a little cloudy it's blood it's blood that's, look that's blood. taste it it's it's delicious but it's blood <laughs> That's a good one to get out on. Uh, 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 you got to cut it. Do we have to cut it? Yeah. Listen, people, we want to thank Petey Steele for sitting in with us. My pleasure you, is always. Uh, fucking freeloaders, you missed Monday where we talked about mental health. Too bad, so sad. Spend some yeah. money. Yeah, so now That's you guys right. are still struggling with it. You could have had it solved. Spend some money. Because <laughs> Petey solved the mental health issues. Right. Yes, I did. Here. Could have had it solved. It, it, involved, it involved cocaine and a gun, but he yeah. solved it. If you want to fix your mental health, pay us $3. There you yeah, go. That was my prescription. <laughs> and we'll fix it for you. Uh, remember, um, August 17th, I am at um, Stand Up New York with Frankie French and Courtney Farrington. It's myself, Courtney, and Frankie French. Frankie French and Mays. Uh, we are, it's Frankie French and Friends, basically. We are uh, there to support Frankie French, who's doing an industry showcase. So. That's why I'm going to be there. So I think I may be there that, that weekend. So we, we shall see. Um, thanks so much, y'all. What y'all got? I got Wednesday the 20th uh, next week is the Time Machine Roast at the DC Improv. A bunch of comics will pretend to be a historical character. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Rogers, and we'll roast each other. Um, 22nd, 23rd of June, I'm at the DC Shorts Festival. Uh, short films with comedians in between. And uh, I'm sure you can get all that information on Facebook. 24th of June, I'm at Sully's in Herndon. That's a new show. I don't have any details yet. June 27th, I'm at Ragtime in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, and July 1st, I'm at the DC Improv for a showcase on Sunday night, July 1st, with uh, a few other comics. I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't man. know the exact lineup yet. So I got a pretty busy June, or mm-hmm. second half of June anyway. There you go. It's Crusher. Yeah, my workload's pretty much been all the last two months, so... The one big thing we got, June the 27th, Wednesday night, Ye Old Emerald Tavern will be headlining for my girl, Wendy Townsend from 98 Rock. Um, that'll be 8 p.m., $5. Uh, that is Parkville, Maryland. Look it up. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, people. Thanks so much. Y'all come on back. Hopefully, Andy's taking us out on a... Uh Maybe a infrared crypto oh, track. Infrared crypto. Yeah. Right. We got to let Petey hear some so he can lay down some. All right. Yeah. We didn't get to that. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to that. Next time you're here. Next time you're here, we're going to lay down some. Episode uh, appearance 61 or 62. There you we'll go. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Steele. Three guys on. We got to cut it. <laughs>